Welcome to the 13th episode of Ready Halt with Evan Esteban de Leon, Devin Hayward. I'm glad we cla- crack under pressure. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. We're doing it. That's it. Keep it in. Keep it in. And all of our names are on the screen. They're on the, you just got to read. It's like, what? what? <laughs> de Leon. <laughs> Damn it, Tony. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the intro. We're leaving that shit in. Oh, that was good, man. That was right. good. Well, it's okay, guys. No time, no time. Because today we have news from afar. Um, this was actually news from afar a couple weeks ago when we were supposed to record this, but uh, here we are anyways. <laughs> so uh, um, a couple weeks ago, uh, the beginning of April, DCI announced that uh, they will be doing a summer tour in 2021. Uh, they're doing... Uh, not a full-blown tour. Uh, it's largely regional stuff, but um, there will be DCI events beginning the weekend of July 24th. Um, and I believe that those start in SoCal too. So there'll be a couple of SoCal shows. And then uh, everything concludes in Indianapolis uh, the weekend of August 12th through 14th. Um, and the reason this is news is because before this announcement, it was understood that DCI was going to be doing um, like finals week in Indianapolis, the 12th to 14th, and that's it. But this is them expanding their schedule. And they're expanding the schedule to have DCI sanctioned events. Um, and I think there's like 32 of them. There's like not, it's not a little bit, but um, I thought it was interesting. And I thought this is a marching band podcast, allegedly. I thought we could uh, bring it up here and see, see what our feelings are on that. This, are they doing a full like marching, sh- like cores are doing full shows or is it just like, from my understanding, um, uh, a s- select amount of cores, not all of the car- cores are going. Um, I think there's like eight to 10 of them and uh, like Phantom Regiment and stuff. Typically the local Midwest cores are going, uh, Madison Scouts. Um, and from what I've been seeing online is they're doing um, like uh, either rehashing their shows or kind of doing like a, a hodgepodge of some of their best music like the greatest um, and then going that way. But, but I'm tr- yeah, yeah, but in terms of like marching and playing, like that is the goal. Okay. Um, I, at least from my understanding. Yeah, because I, I know Phantom. Like when I saw the show announcement for Phantom Regiment, I was like, it's literally just 2003 all over again. But that I hadn't heard that a bunch of cores are just doing a bunch of re- uh, like rehashes of the greatest hits, which makes sense given like a shortened you know camp training camp, you know, no time to like write new music, um, and like you know after you contract the core, um. And I also know that uh, some of those cores, some co- some drum cores just aren't participating in this like at all. Like I know Vanguard, Vanguard's not doing a summer tour, um, at least at least nationally. I don't even know if they're doing California stuff. I hadn't heard, uh, but I know one of the members just swapped cores for their age out because you know SCB's not doing a tour, but they're doing stuff with SCB on the side that they can't talk about. But they're marching with the, you know the Mandarins this summer, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no real secret. Um, I've heard that um, local cores, in terms of California cores, the only two I know that are going that have signed up are uh, Pacific Crest and Gold. Okay. Um, and those are the only two like, I've heard that are like going. Gold, I think, because they can't, and probably Pacific Crest as well, they probably can't afford to take another year off and not take in money. They probably, it'll probably fold them. But, um, but that's a hard call, man. That's a hard call because they had to make that call months ago in yeah. like in like october at the height of covid and then you know kind of just hope for the best but um it looks like it's gonna pay off it should be interesting 
Yeah. Wow. So are they requiring all students to have vaccinations by? So I don't, I haven't seen anything about vaccinations, but what I have read um, through DCI's website is they are requiring cores to go through different kind of like um, to complete certain curriculum or criteria, which would be the cores all housed together, but they cannot stay in gyms. Uh, they have to go into hotels. Um, they have to have um, isolation procedures. They um, want uh, the DCI is going to crack down on staff members. So staff can't come and go through the summer. They have to stay and be within the core. Um, so essentially creating a bubble for each core and maintaining that bubble as long as they can. Gotcha. Makes sense. Okay. That's really cool. So they, they get to stay in hotels instead of gyms. Yeah, that doesn't sound expensive, huh? Hell yeah. Man. I think that'll, the hotel <laughs> like stays will just fold, make the full cores fold themselves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the hotels are going to make a killing. There's that at least. I mean, you know, it's that'll be something for the local economy, right? <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's silver lining. Right always, yeah, always finding the silver lining, uh, Evan. <laughs> hey, man. You know, I, you know, but it's interesting that Tony brings up the vaccination thing because, I, I mean, it get, there's like a lot of gray area in terms of legality with requiring vaccinations um, for like public education. Um, you know, I don't really understand. I'll like plead ignorance. I don't really understand how schools manage to push the the. We require you to have A, B, C, X, Y, and Z vaccines before you can even show up and enroll. Um, but I know I don't know if that if that's something that Drum Corps could <clears throat> implement, or if they're just too afraid that their numbers numbers would dwindle because like there are people that don't want to be vaccinated. Um, know but that that does that does bring up an interesting kind of situation for the well, summer. I think it should be I think it should be easier for drum corps to do that because they're you know although nonprofits sure still private institutions in which you uh, you Agreed know subscribe yeah subscribe to their service so not, nobody is forcing you to do that I think well, in education where that goes into like a gray area is because you're guaranteed a right to education mm -hmm. and nobody can den deny that mm -hmm. to you mm -hmm. yeah you're not guaranteed a right to drum corps. <laughs> sure. You don't have to do that. So, so, you know, I mean, maybe, you know, I think, I mean, I, if it were me, I would require vaccinations because like you said, like, it's really easy as, as like, yeah, you might be a nonprofit, but you're still a private organization. You don't belong to any larger body of, of work. Well, DCI, but I mean, don't belong to any larger national standardized thing that requires everybody to have a right to what you're offering. Um, and you have to sign a contract at the end of the day when you agree to march with a core. So, I mean, you have to agree to their terms regardless. Oh, yeah, I agree. So I, I uh, you know, I'm hope, I hope, I hope they figure out a way to do that just to keep everybody safe. Um, obviously no vaccine is foolproof, but numbers are good right now. And I think that it would be the way moving forward to the summer. Do you guys think this is like, feasible like because like in terms of the core like the tour in general from dci do you think it's too early do you think it's in due time like what well i i don't have my opinions but i'm curious to see what you guys what your well, are. i'm kind of fascinated about how they're gonna if they're gonna limit attendance or not or anything because still in july even though you know they're saying that's when we can turn to some sort of relative normal but they're saying we need to still be wary to to an extent mm -hmm. 
So I'm curious to see, like, are they going to allow, allow people? If they do, how many people are they going to allow? You know, and like, what's the what's the protocol going to be when you get into the, the venue or the event? Can you posh people in the lot still? Or is it just you just go straight in, you sit in your seats and wait for each core to come in, you know, do their and do their thing? Yeah, DCI actually did mention lots too in their in their um, in their statement. They said there will be no lots, um, so you will have to go directly into the stadium. All right. I think if the core is fully vaccinated, I think that's okay. I mean, we have to accept that at some point we need to go back to some some form of normalcy, and theoretically, being vaccinated is the way to do that. Um, in terms of audiences, I don't know. I don't have any opinions on that because I'm not sure how you would manage that. Hmm. I'm a little weary. Um, I, I, I would say that my feelings are caution, cautiously optimistic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, you know, I very much want it to succeed, um, but I do feel like the rest of the nation is going to be looking at DCI in the summer schedule for fall ban. Um, and if something, if DCI flubs this, I think it'll put the nail in the coffin for fall ban for high, at the high school and collegiate level from here on out, um, at least for another year. So um, I definitely see it as a gamble, but if there's anybody who's going to pull it off, it'll probably be the drum corps, you know, yeah. um, but, I, but I think I do see the risk factor there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, is it feasible? I mean, like I, like Tony said, like if, if cores are vaccinated and like July is really the timetable, like we're looking at as a country to return to relative normalcy over the, from the course of the last year and a half. I, yeah, this is totally doable. It's just, it comes down to, how proactive are these, you know, groups going to be about, you know, making sure they hit those check marks that you talked about in terms of COVID compliance or how strict they're going to be with the vaccine thing or how loosey goosey they're going to be about instructors coming and going. Like, you know, it's, it, it's one of those things where the, the, the framework is there for this to be like a huge success. Um, but the human, the human factor scares me. Yeah. yeah. And drum corps already had a problem with human factor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so that's, what, that's what perplexes me. <laughs> like if, oh, go ahead, sorry. I was just going to say, um, if this is, you know, for the majority of these kids signing up for drum corps, it's going to be their first time probably in big groups. You know, I imagine like most people want an ideal way to, rehabilitate is you know small groups family gatherings then maybe some friends this is you know here's here's a hundred you know whatever kids you know from all over all over the area like i'm curious uh, like the said, country too uh, go on yeah. the area yeah um no, I'm, I'm just, and, and mm-hmm. go ahead go, go ahead i'm sorry i'll go after no i was just gonna say uh there was esteban or devin saying drum court drum court always has issues with you know this amount of people regardless <laughs> you know it's i could imagine all these kids first time they're in a giant group in two years what's going to happen yeah interesting like my concern is like what happens if an outbreak happens in a core or you know people yeah, start testing uh, positive what, what what goes on then like is there uh, you know yeah. uh, like a, and we've had we've had examples of that before like just with you know there's uh you the know flu. who is it phantom regiment yeah who had like yeah. a, a stomach virus and they had to pull yeah. out because there was like 60 of their members puking everywhere like they had to pull out and that's just a regular season show so or regular season so there are definite problems there so i i you know when you live in close proximity to 153 other people plus the support staff plus an instructional staff like that's a it's a small community you know um but you know hopefully they can navigate that i don't 
don't think anybody in terms of the actual like admin from the cores, I don't think they're just going to be like, well, we'll just do what we normally do. Like, I don't think anybody has that mindset. At least I hope mm -hmm. they don't. But um, yeah, I but guess yeah. the problem, the biggest problem for me is just the fact. I mean, it's really easy for for you know bystanders or, or enjoyers of drum core who don't have not necessarily done it or like just have distanced themselves for like from being in marching band like to look at them as groups as opposed to a body of individual people making individual decisions you know in their daily lives um and i'm not saying that to, to say like drunk core members make bad decisions because they don't always but i mean some don't, some of them some of them do <laughs> I make bad decisions every day. they don't always they, they don't always they more that's the default setting but occasionally <laughs> uh, someone always does look at the age range and you tell me that's inaccurate yeah, um, but uh, it, it's that it's like I said, as at an organizational level, both at like DCI as you know DCI and then cores as private you know bodies within that organization. Yeah, this this totally works, and this I think you, you used to hit the nail on the head as well. I think this sets up fall band for high school and colleges um, really well. Again, the human factor and the fact that nobody is perfect 100% of the time and it's impossible to achieve that level of success is definitely what makes me a little little apprehensive. Can we just do a bubble at yeah, the I think World Sports gonna... Center? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> there you go. Well, yeah, I think this is going to come down to like ego, I think, and personal ego um, because I know like the rubber band effect is going to want us to come back in and go back to immediately to what we know. And I think coming back into not only just drum corps, but marching band in general, as it looks like that's the way we're going, we're gonna to have to acknowledge that there are going to be differences and we have to be willing to live with those differences for a while. And I think it's hard because I, you know, even when we did the, you know, Devin, when you and I were involved with the Rose Parade, the Rose Parade thing this year, uh, the shoot for the Sherman Roses and at PCC, um, that required a lot of different approaches to things yeah, um, and i know and, and and through no fault of anybody is like you know and i think i was guilty of this and i, I think you're guilty of this as well as you know all the staff members like we all did we oh, shut up best one <laughs> uh, I, I i never admit i'm guilty to anything yeah, uh, your honor okay <laughs> now, prove it uh, but uh everybody <laughs> wants to go at it from the normal approach because we don't know anything else and and like we just we just don't know any other way to do it especially in this activity where like it's the same formula kind of i mean you're in and you're out same same basic idea put together a show for these performances and you take the steps required to do that that gets that gets messed up when okay all of a sudden you can't stand shoulder to shoulder in formation or warm up shoulder to shoulder that gets messed up when oh everybody has to do temp checks and arrive at different times and we lose rehearsal time because we have to stagger the arrival times of everybody in the in the ensemble it it, it just it throws a wrench into like the process that doesn't sound like what's going to happen in this case i can't see them doing that logistically yeah i don't think i don't think that's going to be the case for dci either no um, and I, don't, I don't think that's going to be the yeah. case for for marching yeah. in, in general when they come back no, no, I wasn't saying it was going to be the status quo. I was just like providing examples of yeah. like, this is how this situation globally has affected our, you know, relatively small community and activity. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. yeah, like, we can't go at the same, we can't take it from the same angle anymore. Sure. 
at least at least this year at least this year yeah 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 Yeah. um we 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 got it we got to think it you know much differently and i think that's going to be that's going to be an interesting domino effect um i I personally am really sorry sorry go ahead john i'm sorry you can go i'll go after you i i was gonna say that i personally am really looking forward to the return of fall band in the particular because i feel that with all this kind of like reset like everybody just kind of hit a reset button on, on instructors and bands in general i feel like the instructors that are good educators are going to rise to the top and i think that people who have been kind of like coasting off the laurels of the group you know maybe they've been helping them along a little bit more than they th- than vice versa i think we're going to see them struggle so um, I'm looking forward to like getting back in there and like, like kind of Devin, like what you said, like having to find a new approach and making it happen. Because I think you're going to see people who are innovators and truly good at teaching really rise to the top with their groups. Mm-hmm. True. That's a very positive way of looking at it. Uh, and I, I think that's definitely holds some merit. I think I can see that happening. So in reality, I mean, like every year before COVID, you get freshmen who come in who nail it and they're better than seniors sometimes. Um, who's to say you can't do that from a fresh start with, you know, sophomores and freshmen who haven't marched for two years. So that's cool. Yeah, exactly. You're going to be dealing with two or three freshman classes, right? Yeah. 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 Interesting. What I'm curious the most about this whole DCI thing is how the product is going to be on the, on the field. Cause it's obviously not going to be what we're used to or what we've been used to for the past several years. And I know people are going to complain about it. I'll complain about it, but at least I'm going with the mindset that it's not to expect it to be the the, the thing that it's always been. But yeah, I just I'm just curious. Do like, you think that's a bad thing? What? No, it's not, I don't think it's a bad thing necessarily. It's it, it's going to just be interesting, and I just like to complain because I just like to complain. So either way, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm just curious about how how things will be done. Is are they going to take a little more old school approach, or are they going to try to really truly be innovative, like you? you've mentioned it's just it's just going to be interesting to see what's what's gonna what's gonna go on and what's gonna happen that's that's what i'm excited for because oh my yeah. god you think blue coats are gonna wear coats <laughs> it's possible who knows <laughs> here we go wow. i do see that though i do see that like the you know the approach in terms of what is put onto the field we're gonna see that pendulum start to swing back uh, you know we can argue the last few years it's been swinging really really far left I think we're going to see it start swinging back towards center uh, because one, these courses just aren't going to have the same budget that they've had before. And two, even if they have comparable budgets, that's going to be put into other places. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're going to start seeing a reduction of the arms race. This like, yeah, <laughs> this, uh, you know, nuclear arms race between drum corps. And I think you might see it and start to come back down. How many props can we make? Yeah, yeah that's exactly. True. By, ha- by hand, not by, by hand. How many of these props can we make? <laughs> I'm just excited. Um, Cadets are wearing their traditional uniforms this season. That's all. When I saw that, I was like, "All right, all is right in the world." Ah, <laughs> uh, no matter what, this is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, not no matter what, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Cadets, cadets have gone through their own stuff. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's a good point. We yeah. might we yeah. might see cores that we expect you know a certain uh, skill level at not be quite there. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, yeah, I mean, this, most definitely. Yeah. Even looking looking forward to twenty two, um, you know, it looks like that's going to be, be a full blown summer, which would be great. Then you're going to take a look at people like Vanguard and Blue Devs, and these guys who all kind of decided to stay home, and the guys who decided to go out. And like, what is that going to look like? Yeah. Does that rejumble the field? 
um you know i think that gets really really interesting for a summer 22 yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah i'm i'm excited to see 22 because i you know with like those top tier cores or some of them not doing this um summer tour i feel it is going to um change the feel of it because people are going who want to do their age out or just want to march in general going to these i guess lesser known or you know uh to um cores that don't have as Lower much tier. prestige yeah as um as much yeah, prestige um so and they'll go there and they'll realize like, Hey, this place isn't so bad, or maybe I like it, or maybe they, I like X, Y, and this more than, you know, whatever they do at, you know, at these top tier places and all that. And I want to see, I'm curious to see what, what's going to happen. Or is everybody going to stay where they're at like in this, this, this year, or is everybody going to go back to the, you know, the top dog, so to speak. That's so true. That's such a good point. Cause I feel like, you know, picking drum cords is a lot like picking a college. You pretty much do it off of its name. Regardless of anything else. Um, the other thing that I think will be interesting regarding what John just said, you know, I, I'm not saying I believe this personally, but I know there are people out there that think the system is rigged, um, as far as DCI goes. And I think, I think I, again, I lack the knowledge and intimate, like, you know, being in the realm of drum courts to really say one way or the other, if that's actual, actually true. And DCI does have like a kind of a, a, like pay to win system type deal um but if if that is the case if that is the case it will be interesting when we have a full summer in 22 after this kind of amalgam summer in in, in 21 to see if you know there's bias there or if this if the system is rigged type of thing because you know blue devils and vanguard take a year off let's say but suddenly after a whole year off they're suddenly back at you know one and two in the top 12 i think people are gonna eyeball it i again i'm gonna play switzerland i don't know if it's true or not mm. i'm not even gonna take a side uh but it does provide an interesting platform for discussion in terms of uh those who those who believe the system is rigged it, it would make sense. i think that's exactly yes. i think that's exactly what's gonna happen mm-hmm. that it's gonna go, they're so, gonna go back to this the team they're gonna show up at the top or they're gonna fall behind they're gonna show up at the top we 22 is gonna be just a pickup of where 19 left off that's exactly what's gonna happen uh, DCI slots, I mean, they just do um, by not, I wouldn't say by design, but the way in which they lay out their shows cultivates an environment of slotting and slotting. I mean, like, you know, we all understand slotting is you understand that group A is going to be placed at a higher level than group B and group C will be below that. And you kind of understand that regardless of what they do, that's the order you have in your mind. Um, and then it's their job to kind of break out of that. Um, and the reason I think that is because shows in drum corps are based off, sorry, performance order in drum corps is based off of the previous year's rankings. So however you did at that show, the last time that show was there, if you won, you go last. If you took second and you're second to last, you go on there. So as a judge, when you sit down, you know that the first core was the worst one from last year and the last core was the best core from last year right and so i think that's exactly what's gonna happen so it's hard to it's move the system man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it'll be it'll be interesting to see if there's credence to the idea that the system is rigged you know and and there's like inherent bias yeah the marching world in general has an inherent bias that is is i wouldn't say rigged but there are definitely political aspects that come into play that help to slot groups <laughs> I'll give you the I agree. I'll give you the example of a I'll give you the example of a particular high school 
in LAUSD that won LAUSD championships for what 20 consecutive years wow. with with a certain band director and then the certain band director moves to another school and then all of a sudden that school that won for 20 years doesn't even make top 10 and the school that she went to that wasn't even on the map comes in fourth so mm, interesting mm. interesting and there are countless examples of that throughout the marching world mm. yeah no yeah interesting well it should be exciting nonetheless yeah yeah, yeah. these are exciting times i think we inadvertently talked about a topic that was very on subject, <laughs> on subject for, uh, within our purview of this podcast I... <laughs> inadvertently topical. on topic <laughs> gotta love those oxymorons man yeah 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 <laughs> but hey i'll take it man take it or leave it <laughs> But it should be fun. It should be super, super fun. I do think that if BCI flubs this year, it'll, it'll screw all of us. <laughs> oh, so, 100%. Yeah, They're the yeah, model with, at this point. With that said, I will definitely be in Indianapolis the week of the 14th. <laughs> yeah. Watch it crash and burn live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> either massive success. You'll either watch history being made positively or negatively. Yeah. You'll win either way. <laughs> you'll see a new era of DCI or the end of it. <laughs> oh god <laughs> right on so cool. interesting interesting anything else guys yeah so as a kind of a transition from the D- the news of the dci world um kind of kind of walked in with a question today uh if there was a season that you could relive uh from from the past however many years you've been in marching band what would it be and why and uh, esteban i think we'll start with with you you uh, have an answer for this question already yeah i oh man that's, uh, that's such a good question um yeah man uh, <laughs> uh oof, that's a good one i would say that it would definitely be before my time um, as as a drum major. I think it would probably be um, probably the year in the college band I spent in the drumline. I thought that was a lot of fun, um, and I think kind of being able to look back when I look back at that time when I was in the group, I didn't really have aspirations to be the drum major. I kind of just wanted to march a little bit um, before kind of moving on, um, and that kind of. Um, attitude of show up have a good time and do the gig um really kind of pushed me through i i I enjoyed that i really did um and it wasn't until later on that i thought oh maybe i can do this drum major thing um and it went from there but um yeah i remember that season fondly and that whole year really that whole first year of college i thought was was a lot of fun um and if i knew then what i know now i would have done a lot of things differently um and i think that would have been a lot of fun Cool. Yeah. How about you, John? Um, that's a good one. I think I'd, I have to I'd take it way, way back, like to my high school years, maybe like my sophomore year of high school, because just thinking about my entire like marching band career and all that, that was just the most fun for me. Like it was also the year we did the best. Maybe that was the why it was the most fun for me because I like to win. But, <laughs> yeah, that'll do fun. it. Yeah, that would do it. <laughs> I just remember being so enjoyable, even though I, even in the tough times where it was just miserable, it just, it was just a good year. Like the band just was really good. We got along with each other. Like it wasn't, there wasn't like 
Like there wasn't like clicks. Everybody just wanted to be the best we could be. And that's what it felt like. And so what was, uh, what, what was the show that year? What did you guys do? We did, um, it was called um, that crazy little thing called love. So we played the queen song, crazy little thing called love. We did um, beautiful Maria of my soul and we did save the last dance for me. Oh, yeah. Very yeah, uh, movie-esque. Mm. Yes. What was the name of the show? That crazy little thing called love. Okay. Yeah. But everybody's favorite drill thing was when we were supposed to make a heart and but the heart looked more like a ball sack. I knew that's where you were going as soon as you said heart. Yeah. I was like, oh that's not yeah. what it looks like. Because I was like, oh like, like it's a heart shape. Like, no, that's that's those are testicles, man. Like was <laughs> <laughs> it upside down heart? No, it was like reverse <laughs> testicles. Like, <laughs> reverse testicles. Like, like swinging, swinging. Uh, like, well, yeah, it's just POV, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dennis. <Yes. laughs> Take it off his glasses. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And we're back on par with this podcast. Yes. <laughs> yes. I had to bring it back. Yes, now Sorry. We're really conversation back. earlier. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we are. We were we had like an intellectual discussion for about forty five minutes, and I was like, "Damn, this is impressive yeah. for this group of people." Now we're back to the, now we're back to the bar. Our number of listeners yeah. have jumped to fifty five, Devin. I don't like that. I want it to be fifty, just a hard fifty. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're so doing I, great. I, then, I, 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 need, I need to scale those great. five away. Yeah. Uh, I like that we said a hard fifty. I think that uh, that uh, is pretty on brand. Really, well. uh, also, also true. The name of this one you, should, so? be, uh, should be should uh, be DCI and and ball sacks. <laughs> yeah, as if we didn't, as if we wanted more ad revenue. <laughs> this week, sponsored by Viagra and uh, <laughs> and Manscape. Are you suffering from ED? <laughs> I am. Go on. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah, yeah. All right, Tony. Saying? How about you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, David desperately trying to change the subject. For the love of God, please answer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Tony. What about you? Uh, <laughs> um, my favorite season. My goodness. I kind of have one as a student and one as an instructor. Um, my favorite season as an instructor uh, was my first year as a caption head. <clears throat> I was already a vision tech for a couple of years and I got the job of caption head because my buddy who was caption head uh, got a job and had to move states. Um, and so I was offered the nah, opportunity. what a dick. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> and uh, I was terrified. I was absolutely terrified because I, I looked up to him so much as a inspiration and how how well of a job he did and how much the kids respected him and how much the, even the band director looked to him for leadership. Um, like on a lot of the marching things, uh, cause the band director is more musically oriented as, as they usually are. Uh, and so getting the job, I was like freaking out, but I ended up, you know, really just planning everything out. Um, ended up, you know, we really rocked it as a team, as a staff. And it was the first year that that band had gotten uh, a medal in like, I think ever. Uh, oh. was really nice. So your in friend was the a. problem. <laughs> no i don't think so i don't know man. that's how i would swear so I, I felt really validated at the end of the season with that it was really nice my my favorite as a student was probably my last marching season ever uh i did drum corps and then 
Um, I had to do a extra quarter at UCLA that I didn't know about till the June before. And I was really like pissed off about it. Um, ended up coming back from drum corps and like taking nothing seriously and just having a lot of fun taking the marching and the music seriously, but then just like letting everything go because the year before in UCLA was really stressful for me. So I got to be able to um, really enjoy it. And it was a good way to kind of just like wrap up my marching band career as a student and to just like tuck that, tuck that away. I was like, cool. It was good. I think your bird is just kept calling you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I would. Yeah, just kept you quiet for a minute. <laughs> Devin, yeah. what about you? Cycling back oh. on you? Yeah. Um, it was your question. You have to have. Yeah. It, yeah. You're right. It is my question. That's that long. <laughs> I, I should have an answer for it. Um, probably the one thing I wish I could, not like a full season. Well, kind of as a full season, depending on how you view time. Um, you know, my, I wish I could relive my first Rose Parade all over again like ever my first one when i was a sophomore in high school because that was that was something that i mean i was a sophomore i was terrified i didn't know what i was doing i was just like i play horn and i work here now i guess i don't know i'm just gonna do what everybody <laughs> tells me to but you know there was there was a certain god it sounds corny though hell there's a certain magic to it because it was like wow i'm doing something really big for the first time i came from nowhere usa <clears throat> i know where high school that hadn't been doing very well until that year. And all of a sudden me and a classmate are doing, you know, the most watched parade worldwide. Like that's tight. And it's like, the music was really good. The new, the Disney arrangement that had luck and everybody stressing out about getting the rights for it until literally the Christmas before the parade um, for when you wish oh. upon a star. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We all remember that one fondly. Um, so Tony was drum major too. So I'm sure he, he remembers the, the screaming that was happening internally. I don't. I don't remember. Oh uh, well, it was a good arrangement. It was a really there was, good there arrangement. Was like things I was screaming about internally that I was more focused on. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, he, um, had, he had his own problems. <laughs> you know, it, you know, the the atmosphere. You know, being around that atmosphere for the first time really changed me, like as a musician, and change, kind of changed how I looked at a lot of things. Um, and you know, of course, the the day of big TV lights, you know cameras everywhere you've never had that kind of stardom in your life ever because you come from a podunk nowhere town you know it was cool it was a really cool experience and you know i remember it clearly and if i if you told me go do it again absolutely i think i'm just starting to realize and and this is gonna sound really bad but like fuck it i think Jesus. i'm just starting to realize how long you've been around Devin. like uh because yeah. <laughs> like, it's been it's been a minute I, my first parade was 2014 yeah. january 1 2014 was my first rest parade that's it is crazy, april 2021 like, john you and i were we, we were so young still yeah, <laughs> and i think it was, was like 22 dude. 23 <laughs> yeah yeah I, I what did i say mate so i mean like yeah like man I will say though that band go, that year was is probably the best honor band I've been around. That band was was killer. The fourteen parade, yeah. The year I wasn't playing, great. <laughs> exactly the reason why. <laughs> fourteen was good. I I do remember them having a really good sound to them um, and, and just being solid. Um, yeah, it's hard for honor bands because I think honor bands like in. Like they all start to blur together after a while. Yeah. Uh, for for me, it's just like, what year was that? I don't know. I don't know. 
<laughs> gonna tell you. Yeah. Uh, Devin, what what else did, we, did the band play that year? Oh uh, God, what did we played the oh, roses? Um, the oh. march was Colonel Bogey, which is a, one of my all time favorite marches. Uh, um, uh, that's such a basic answer. But no, but it had. I have sentimental value to that because it was also the march we played when I did my first ever honor band when I was in seventh grade. And I never heard of like Colonel Bogey before that. And my dad was like, how have you never heard, <laughs> heard this march? I don't know, dad. Movie? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm not in my 50s, dad. Like, because I'm 12 or whatever. It's okay. Uh, you, can, you can mock your grandchildren one day for not knowing who Michael Jackson is. Yeah, you, you don't know who Michael Jackson is, youngsters. Uh, and then so Roses, Colonel Bogey, When You Wish Upon a Star Arrangement, and then uh, the the chart one Broadway. Oh, that's uh, what it was. Which was on on Broadway and uh, one. I remember not liking that, but I don't know why. I don't remember that. Uh, I think it sucked. Yeah, a lot of syncopated rhythms, a lot of triplet oh, feel stuff, despite the fact that you're in regular time. <laughs> a lot of musical theater gimmickry that's like okay so so david would you say colonel bogey is your favorite march then no it, it's just one that like holds like special like special place in, in the old heart what is your favorite march then oh jesus oh oh, oh you're gonna really put me on the spot like this yeah two of you on decks so will be ready yeah the, so uh, so we're talking march like, march I was gonna say, well, is, that, is that like a fair, a fair answer? Like... <laughs> yeah, but if yeah, but Tony took it, so now you're yeah. Well, I'm not gonna repeat it. I'm gonna repeat <laughs> game or not, if we're gonna press him for a real answer, um, I mean, I don't want to say stars and stripes forever because it literally is the most. It's a solid, it's rick- a solid choice. It's, it's There's a, a reason it's a good, why yeah. it's national- it's, a march. It's a great, it's a great <laughs> march. Uh, I really so I mean, stars and stripes forever, um, Semper Fi and Eagle Squadron are all really good. Cool. Now just pick one and tell me which one your favorite one. Okay. Stars and stripes. <laughs> All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Stars and stripes. What about you, Tony? Are you going with Imperial March? I'm not so sure. I have a favorite march. Uh, I never thought about it. Well, you get to thinking, son. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought about it until like three minutes ago either. So. Uh, 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 Want me to probably... go while you're thinking about it, or you got it? The the I think if we're thinking Star Wars, the um, there's a. The podcast, not the podcast, the pod race. <laughs> uh, oh, it's all blurring together. It's all the same. It's, oh, I, it's a march before the pod race in season in, in episode one. When uh, they all walk out with their banners and stuff. Yeah, I remember really liking that one. I, I can't remember off the top of my head, but that's a that's a good one. I used to blast that my way to high school. Like, <laughs> my windows down at like seven a.m. <laughs> Honestly, I respect that. He's just getting hyped, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. What about you? Getting gearing up for the day. Mr. Kent, what about you? Uh, my favorite march, um, the Loyal Legion. Oh, interesting. Yes, interesting. I used to be a, a different one that you used to talk a lot of crap to me about, but that's changed. But I still <laughs> like that march. I was wondering. I was wondering if you could bring it up. How come you don't? Okay, so it's Glorious Victory, right? What you're talking yes. about? Yes. Yes. Ugh. Also a great march. It's yes, I love Glorious match. Victory. Yeah, it is. Love it. Yes, it is. Awful he hates it. No, it's says it's, it's so lazy. That's why he doesn't like it. He says it's oh, lazy. It is, it is a lazy oh, march. Oh, because it's British and the BPM is 108 instead of 120. Oh, climb here, river. No, I have no problem with how fast it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how it was put together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's just bleh. 
Anyway, so how come you don't like Glorious Victory anymore? Well, how come we got dethroned as your favorite as your favorite march? I don't know. I just I I don't even remember where I heard the Loyal Legion. It just must, must have been like watching parade band videos on YouTube or something. And I was like, this march is kind of fucking dope and all that. And then I was like, yeah, I think this is it. Because <laughs> because of, of the intro. I mean, the first the first eight bars are pretty good. Yeah. yeah but I forgot who was playing it too. I think uh, it was Riverside King who was playing it too, and they did a pretty good job. On that, that'll do it. That's good. All right. <laughs> we know your answer, Esteban, right? Well, uh, what is it? Uh, Eagle Squadron. Uh, Eagle Squadron is a very good march, but my favorite march um, is definitely Manhattan Beach. Really? All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, which is actually designed to be a sit down march. So, which is why when we're like, hey, does Star Wars count? I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess. <laughs> oh. <laughs> make the executive decision so your answer makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> we're all drum majors. We know how to do that. <laughs> I've never heard, I've never heard of a sit down march. Would you mind elaborating? Sure. Yeah. Sit down marches are march like marches as, as you think of them, but they're designed to be played while sitting down in like an orchestral setting. Um, so that, um, and then there's different various, like in Manhattan beach, for example, uh, when Sousa wrote it, he wanted to emulate a band um, marching past you um, okay. on like a, on a boardwalk. So the dynamic, like kind of, um, ranges and flexes happen in a particular order that if you close your eyes you can kind of see that happening that's cool okay um, sit down marches are also typically um uh played a little bit faster so they're not at 120 they're a little bit faster um, like actually fun fact um kind of kind of so the um opening march that we use for this podcast is uh uh, uh under the double eagle Right, and under the double eagle is designed to be a sit down march. It's not a, it's, it's, uh, it doesn't translate well when you actually try to march it. Lazy, just like us. <laughs> Get out. The next podcast, we all record standing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Parking fair. time. Fair, fair. Speaking of that, speaking of this podcast and its stuff, John, um, okay, so the logo that we use for this podcast. One of the guys is out of step. Like he's definitely out of step. Right? Yeah, I'm fairly certain he is. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> just like but, us. But, yes, yes, exactly. That's it's like this is perfect. Yeah. You know? yeah. There's always going to be like at least one of us out of sync with the rest. So. Like, yeah, it's you. Because <laughs> you picked that logo. <laughs> no, I think it just it represents us perfectly. Okay, you're the only one complaining. Yeah, though. yeah. <laughs> Where did you find the logo, John? Um, Google. Um, uh, <laughs> and this is the point where we get sued and have to stop making the podcast. Nah, Google's not going to come for us. Yeah, yeah I'm not worried about Google. I'm yeah. worried about whoever owns the image. Yeah, yeah um, they actually um, had a watermark on this, but I did it where it didn't show. That's why it's kind of blurry. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Thank you for openly admitting that you committed copyright fraud. Awesome. Uh, You're welcome. You're you're welcome. It's, you know, fair use. Fair use. We're not making money off of this. It is. It is probably, yeah, it is probably protected in the fair use class. It probably is. (laughs) We're 90% sure that we're 100% sure. Yeah, it's true. The other argument would be, well, you removed the water walk for a reason. True. (laughs) Because it just got in the way, you know, it made it look bad. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I don't lie. 
<laughs> so uh, Blanca, if you can make his logo, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> yes, please. Blanca, if you're listening. You, she made <laughs> it. Somebody who's listening is actually an artist. Please help. This is a podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. When you do it, somebody still has to be out of step. <laughs> yes. That's the, the only stipulation we have with it. Yeah, yeah. Just draw the four of us and pick like do like a dice roll and just figure it out. I think it'd be good if we had our if we had our viewers had some sort of like competition of drawing the new logo. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we'll get literally maybe three applicants because Tony won't do it. So that'll be the three of us. <laughs> so what you're hearing is you're all pretty good at winning. I won't do it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm I'm sure. That's true. 33%. So Esteban, I don't know if you have time, but do you have time for your emergency stop story or? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. Yes. Yes. yes, I do. Uh, this is a great story because it's another explanation of just how utterly uh, uh, silly <laughs> we could uh, we could be. Uh, you know, uh, uh, are you proud of me, Devin? I did it. <laughs> he can't even look at us. He's just just a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, oh my god yes i'm very proud of you uh we were at a drumline show this oh man years ago it was my last year marching so i must have been 2012 um and uh i was driving the equipment truck for pcc so it's just like what 26 28 foot truck um and um we had packed it and i wasn't having a particularly good time in drumline that year I mean, I was pretty much over the whole thing and I was kind of just waiting for the season to be over so I could just go on my own way. So the cool thing was I was, <laughs> I was driving the truck, which meant I had the keys <laughs> so that I could leave whenever I wanted to leave. Right. So um, we had had a show in Fontana and um, it went all right. I remember I was pretty pissed about something and I don't remember what it was about. And so we packed the truck <laughs> and uh, my friend Alex, she would ride in the truck with me, right? And uh, uh, so we were packing it and it was just about finished. And I just told her, let's get the fuck out of here. She's like, okay, cool. So um, <laughs> we, we close up the back of the truck. We both get in it. And I remember Tad comes up to me, uh, uh, you know, so I'm in the truck, you know, behind the wheel and, and he's, he's outside and he goes, hey, are you guys going to stay for? And before he could stay for awards, I just start pulling away. <laughs> <laughs> he, was like, <laughs> he was like, okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. See you so, when we so get we, home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, you guys gonna say <laughs> oh okay? <laughs> and so um so giant in Fontana, it's probably like eleven PM. Um so nobody's really on the road, uh, and they have really big open roads, right? Because it's Fontana and there's nothing out there. Um so <laughs> I was driving the truck um and the speed limit's like 50 so i'm doing like 55 and um down the road probably a quarter mile and I, that's that's not an exaggeration um was a traffic light and the traffic light was green so like cool right just kind of like going down and then the traffic light turned yellow um and i'm still about a quarter mile out. i was just like fuck it you know like there's nobody out here <laughs> like i can see in all directions because land is completely flat nobody's here right so, so as I'm going, I'm just like, I'm just going to take this. Like, I've made this decision. And so now I'm about, <laughs> so now I'm about maybe about 100 yards away from the light, right? And it is 
pretty red at this point <laughs> and i'm just like whatever and as i get close to it i see that there are like four police cars there and they're all just kind of lined up where they have kind of all just decided to have an eating together <laughs> and you so can see like, everything yeah i know i know yeah. <laughs> so i was like oh fuck so i slam on the brakes right so like my right foot hits the brake naturally all four tires lock <laughs> right and the you know the the, the butt of the of you know the trailer of the truck like scoots up right and then it's starting to like slide out from under me so i have to like oversteer to get it back under me <laughs> and there's not enough brakes so i think you know what i could use more brake so i take my left foot and i put that on the pedal too <laughs> so now it's just essentially me standing on the brake pedal <laughs> Fighting oh, the I'm a, I'm a 28 foot bobtail truck. Yeah, yeah, just just like with a bit with, of a wampa. By the way, with the school logo all over the side of it. It's not even the logo, it's a picture of the school. school. We can't even pretend it's that. <laughs> <laughs> so just butt kicks out, so I turn in, kicks out the other way, so I turn back in. And so we finally come to a to a stop, right? Just, uh, <laughs> like as I, all the momentum hits, then you just hear, <laughs> and we had come to a stop in um <laughs> in the middle of the intersection. <laughs> <laughs> All, all the cops look over at me then the light turns green and i'm not going to stick around so i hit the gas <laughs> <laughs> and at the time uh lou lou garcia uh you know he was following us because oh, i'll go back to the school with you guys so he followed us and when we got back to the school the first thing he told me was like hey and i saw full emergency stop <laughs> and I was like, thanks <laughs> God. That was it. We didn't get ticketed, which was great. Uh, and, and, and impressive. And so, so okay. Uh, so when we had finally stopped and all the stuff went like like it was so loud. Like if, like like I, I I remember that that sound, and I just thought, oh crap! Like the back is filled with all the percussion instruments that we have for like period, right? So I was convinced that when we got to the school, we were going to open up the back of the truck and there's just going to be rubble. <laughs> just, just rubble. Pure dust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, good. But it is a testament to how good we packed that truck because we opened it and nothing had moved. Everything yeah. was strapped down. Everything was like so loaded so well that nothing moved from it. And what we had heard was all the stuff that was loose in the cab. Um, which there's plenty of shit loose in the cab. So we heard all that, like literally like hearing the ceiling and stuff like that. So I just thought like, <laughs> we're doomed, you know? And um, um, wow, we did a good job. So we unloaded that, the truck. Go ahead. I was gonna say, is this, is this when Lou decided to start driving the truck? No, no, he had driven before. <laughs> oh, all like, right. Okay, it. yeah, my bad. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a lot of fun. So uh, we unloaded the truck. And by the time we had gotten everything out of the truck, um, the rest of the drumline showed up afterwards, and then we split. Um, and we didn't bother telling anybody about. <laughs> Probably better that way. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. The way I, the way I figured is like Lou. Right? Lou works for the you know he works works for the police department at the yeah at, at the college. Right? If somebody has to follow reports, gotta be him. He saw the whole thing, so we're good. <laughs> He's like, hey, you're good. I'm like, you later, man. <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> yeah. my goodness. When you finally stopped, was the truck, like, straight? Or I'm imagining, like, just... Fish, what, what is... fish tailing. Yeah, what's going I on? Did keep, I did keep the rear behind us. So, like, as we were stopping, all four wheels are locked. <laughs> and the house does try to, like, overtake me. And so I have to counter steer to get it back. And then it's sort of flipping out the other way. So I had to counter steer to get it back. And I just kept counter steering until we finally hit. And But we were still in line. So It's like an episode of Speed Racer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it was uh it was fun <laughs> you really didn't get to talk to the cops i would have loved to hear their reaction that was hilarious yeah, like, yeah. i'm what, impressed that year like... that I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you should be dead like, like i thought you were gonna fucking eat <laughs> yeah, it like exactly. fucking eat it fucking eat it oh. <laughs> oh my. yeah we were, we were there was a money pool <laughs> yeah the year that I drove the truck full time for the drumline, um, I remember the, the other guys in the drumline were complaining because they said like, oh, we're so used to like getting to the venue and then having like half hour to chill out before the truck shows up and then we unload it. But when a sell-on drives, we pull into the lot and he pulls in right behind us. <laughs> like he's right there like, oh man, how are you guys already here? And the answer is we ignore speed limits. <laughs> As you should. Yes. There's speed suggestions. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. Really are. <laughs> cool. God, this was really intense. It was fun. It was a good one. It was. <laughs> I know most people particularly enjoy that I used both feet. To, like I, I, like literally all my body weights on it. Like, like it makes a difference. The, I'm not. Yeah, exactly. Like the master <laughs> cylinder doesn't work that way. But like I'm not even in the seat anymore. I'm literally standing. My butt <laughs> isn't touching the seat. I'm using standing the steering up. wheel as leverage. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. and and still counter steering. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! Oh god! <laughs> god. Let it be known that nobody listening to this podcast should ever take driving lessons from any one of us. Uh, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, I, I, I take him from Esteban. Like, if you if you can get out of that, he can get out of anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Only, only, <laughs> only after I got my license would I take driving lessons with Esteban. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it was fun, man. It was fun. It was fun. <laughs> cool. I actually uh, a, a slight hobby of mine is about. Once or twice a year, I help teach somebody how to drive, just somebody I know, or like, you know, like somebody's brother or some blah, 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 and like I'll teach them. And it's a bit of a hobby of mine, and I'm pretty good. And any, anybody I've taught to drive, they always pass their test in the first round. So, so well. All right. Noted. Right on. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> Noted. John, do you remember when uh, we were in the parking lot at PCC in, uh, in your new truck? Uh, so in your new truck, I think it was your mom's new truck, and um, you were having trouble getting it into the parking space. Do you remember oh, that? yes. And we had uh, this... Yes. Yes, because I had to drive it because my car was in the shop and or had... something. And they're like, just like, let me handle yeah. it. And just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had to tag out. <laughs> it was a lot bigger than my Ford Ranger, okay? <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, John, you've driven the same equipment truck uh yes. you drove it for the first time last or the last season we had yeah and, uh, and yeah and i was i, I was your passenger <laughs> yes i have to give but i was credit. pretty good i gave you some pointers Co- yes i have to give credit to you and george for helping me with that like learning how to do it because i had to drive a truck the same size to deliver instruments for a job at work and they're like can you do this oh, i'm like oh, oh yeah I most definitely <laughs> 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 even if you couldn't were you gonna say no 
yeah, yeah. Except this time, nobody's yelling at you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stakes are stakes are pretty low here. There's a lot less. There's a lot less tears this time. <laughs> but yes, they, it helped me with the my un- job. The unofficial motto of the PCC Lancer man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> less tears that. this time. See, life lessons. We're we're getting there. <laughs> Oh, role, we're role models all of us got it <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. for the record i never asked to be a role model yeah and in fact when anybody tells me hey you're my role model i think i tell them you should really look elsewhere <laughs> <laughs> you should yeah, you, should, like you should reconsider <laughs> all right i think that'll do it for today so if you have any questions comments or concerns for us um you can hit us or, up or, at ready or, 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 Yes, if you want to submit logo art, yeah. <laughs> if you if you guys do, if someone you does just ex- this, like you just had this like stutter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thought yeah. the president was talking. Send it in. Yes, yeah. yeah, send it in. If you if we like it, we'll we'll use it and probably do something pretty cool with it. Um, you can send all that stuff <laughs> to readyhaltpodcast at gmail.com or to our Instagram readyhaltpod. Anything else before we go, guys? No, no, I think we're good. Ready halt. All right, ready, ready halt. halt. Ha <laughs> ha